What's going on? AJ here, and this episode of the SD Geek Podcast is brought to you by MUZMM.com. For 20% off your glorious backpack duffel bag hybrid, go to MUZMM.com slash discount slash SD Geek Pod. You can also use the discount code SD Geek Pod at checkout. We appreciate you supporting us in the show. And again, that's MUZMM.com slash discount slash SD Geek Pod. Now on with the show, you gorgeous bastard. I gotta ask you guys this. So, you guys heard about the whole extended cut with Spider-Man Far From Home? Yes. No. Okay, so it's gonna be a thing. Like, it's already out, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if it's, it's a re-release? It's a yeah. re-release. Mm. Pretty much the same thing they did with Endgame. They're doing it all over again. Has, well. has Marvel done it before Endgame? I don't really recall. If they did, nobody cared. Okay. I don't remember. So, that's the thing. I feel I like maybe did, no. Far From Home, even though it made a shitload of money, obviously... I mean, this is one I really don't really care about. Endgame had me, but then I heard all the bad press as to how like it was barely even worth being a part of the movie, like mm-hmm. as an extension of it. Um, what do you think about, about this potentially being a trend, though? I mean, I'm not. It kind of turned me off. I'm not going to lie. I mean, don't see it. Who cares? I do, but I don't I'm, plan on not seeing it. I feel you. It just seems like it's a money grab. I don't really want it, it to become a trend. You well, know? The, with Endgame, it felt like it was because they were really trying to get that record. Yeah, really trying 100%. to push for that. And then this time, I'm pretty sure the the Sony split up I was gonna is, say, has a right. lot to do with it. They're probably trying to squeeze as much money out of Spider-Man and as they can while they still have them. Other people, look at the way you're feeling right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just seems like it's like it. There's not as much heart into it for Endgame. There was a cause, like you guys said, and also it was just an epic movie of you know mass proportions. Spider-Man: Far From Home was fun, but I, I, I could never I compare the two. Back. I don't think I'll ever rewatch that movie. It could again. also be because they tried the the way that Far From Home ended was very much like oh, can't wait for well, what's going to happen in the third Spider-Man movie. So it could be a, another way for them to. To get fans outraged some more, send some more letters, throw some more hate at Sony, <laughs> whatever the fuck they do, sign useless petitions, right? do whatever they can to make them feel better about themselves, even though they can't change it. So That whole thing. I have a question to ask you guys. I, don't, I know we t- briefly talked about it last week, but I am curious. How do you think they're going to handle this in the third movie? Like, do you think they're just going to completely ignore it? Like the they MCU got no, yeah, just going just, forward? Just they would have it? to. They wouldn't be able to mention him at all. At least by name. They, yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Do you, they could probably just say you wanted to be in that group, but it's no longer an option. You could probably just, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Falcon's going to be like, hey, whatever happened yeah. to that kid? And yeah. he'd be like, I don't know. He moved to a different dimension right. or and something. It, I don't know. I heard he got hit by a plane. With, I don't know. Uh, he moved to Canada. He went, he went to go live with his aunt on a farm <laughs> it along with your dog, with Fluffy. Aunt May, because she even said she wasn't even sure of her and... Um, Happy uh, oh, that's thing. a good point. So that that can be a smooth transition from the second one, but that's true. Yeah, Happy was his his key to the MCU. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now that Happy's and gone, and that door closed and locked. <laughs> gotcha. Now that, made th- you th- a slut. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she got around. I was like, say, though, but it, 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 I feel like it is unfortunate the way things are going down. I know we talked about the whole departure last week, but uh, the sense that I, I love the way that Far From Home ended, and that you know, spoilers. Spider-Man was outed, um, but I, I would have liked to see how that affected the overall MCU, at least his storyline within it. Now it seems like it's going to be a lot more concentrated, which seems fine too. Okay, but that- honestly, I have way less interest in Spider-Man movies going forward. For now, 
without him being a part of the greater MCU, I just feel like there's less stakes involved. And it's just going to be kind of what we've gotten in the past with Spider-Man movies where some of them are great and some of them really, really, really fail. I don't know. Spider-Man. Um, there's only really one of the live action ones that have stood the test of time. And that's Spider-Man 2. We talked about that. I think that's the rest true. of them were the either bad okay. on release or not so good in retrospect. Sure. Fuck. I, I don't know. The first Spider-Man true. movie, I mean... Introduced I, one okay. of the best car- uh, costumes, but it, yeah. If it's done, I'm done with Spider-Man. I mean, I'm going to watch it because of the pod, but I'm okay with it being back to just neighborhood Spider. It doesn't always have to be about the end of the world. True. I mean, that's what his movies are. That uh, Yeah. Well, well not that's this last even the one. MCU ones. The world wasn't really at stake. It was still pretty contained to him and Mysterio. Yeah, but he wasn't in his neighborhood. He wasn't in, like, New York doing his shit. I get what you're saying. Mm. But Mysterio was still like... Oh, We've been in New York f- for so many MCU movies. I was totally fine with them branching out and doing something a bit... At least in a different setting. They pretty much did the same thing, just in a different setting. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Essentially. Yeah. still saving people and, sit and yeah. shit. Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, at least... And it was still like a... His neighborhood kind of went with him abroad, I guess you could say. Because yeah. it was just all yeah, the same old friends. friends. Yeah. So, okay. But at the end of the day, I just feel like... I mean, I don't need grand stakes. We Again, we talked about it last week in the sense that I'm cool not having a big bad for a long while. I don't think the MCU really needs that. Especially with the you know grand conclusion that was Endgame. But I, I'm, again, I, I hate to say it, but I feel like, yeah, my enthusiasm towards these future Spider-Man movies, at least for now, are kind, it's kind of waning a bit. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Again, I will go out and see it, like you said, John, you know, for the show. And also, you know, I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think he's like the quintessential one to play him, at I'm least right now. I think so I'm too. all about Toby. Toby? But You're I'm all old. about that 35-year-old playing a, playing a 20-year-old Spider-Man? Totally Emo haircut? Yeah. Emo-esque haircut? Mm. I finally saw that video, by the way, where it's just like him There's walking no down sound? the street. There's no music so behind it. Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, he got paid a lot of money, so I guess that's why he did it. But otherwise, I'm sure he wanted to shoot himself in the foot the entire time, like having to act that way. He's like, you want me to do what after what we just did with the last movie? You want me to do this? Really? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure he did. He got a paycheck. I'm sure he didn't give a shit. Yeah, at the end of the day. But I mean, he had to see the writing on the wall wasn't that he, this isn't going to go over well. supposed to be out? Like it was, didn't he say he was gonna leave? He wasn't gonna be part of Spider Man three because he because of money. Like he wanted more money or something. I, that happened I in honestly the first don't one. know that. That's when they were gonna replace him with Jake. Oh, I see. I see. So he was asking for more, more money right well, off the bat. Well, he claimed then. that his back got injured, uh-huh. so then he wanted more money. Yeah, gotcha. I think you're right. Weird. I think the third one wasn't there a controversy with the third one too they made the director put venom in it besides that (laughs) besides that one i'm not sure there may be but because i think they they because the the jump between spider-man 2 and 3 kind of took a while i feel like they put the production on hiatus because of toby for some reason i just can't remember why oh it's possible if you remember tweet us at Pod. let us know that would be interesting to find out Mm -hmm. um yeah speaking of comic book news though uh so Joker got a trailer again. John and I haven't quite seen it yet. Peter, you said you did though. Yeah, and it doesn't really spoil much about the film. I certainly don't think so. Nice. It's just more of what we've already seen, but it it more gives us more insight on the tone and just where this character's coming from. Uh, also, speaking of the the new trailer, so I guess there was a screening uh, fairly recently, and the the end the what do they call NDAs kind of lifted, mm-hmm. so that people are actually posting their reviews. And not that they mean much, because they Batman v Superman got a standing ovation. I was gonna say, that was gonna, that's what I was going to say. That's right true. Now, yeah. If it's super fans watching this movie, 
you know, you know Diego and Glenn salt. are going to stand up and applaud oh, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Tears will fall. It looks great, and the reviews are positive, so it's looking good. I just hope it is good. Right. I'm, I'm hopeful for it. I, we've talked about it ad nauseum at this point. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix is probably one of the best actors working today. Yeah. And I'm Agreed. very excited to see his take on the Joker. For sure. It's um, be cool. Yeah, it will be Hopefully. interesting to see what reviews look like once it hits a more general audience rather than those who are dedicating fiending to get tickets to go see an advanced screening. So, yeah, I, I do look forward to that because, again, like you mentioned, the whole Batman versus Superman reference who's to say but i mean if judging anything from the one trailer i've seen it seems like it's going to be a cr- pretty crazy ride i look forward to it it seems as though and i gotta say the, only, the one reason why i'm leaning away from watching this new trailer is because i feel like i got some of the story beats already from the first trailer like beat by beat by beat beginning middle end maybe not so much the end that could be a little cloudy but even still you know guy down on his luck guy uh, and then i don't know it just seems like inevitably we already know what the story is going to be. I don't know. Do you feel like it kind of tells more of the ending in this trailer? I feel like not at all. Okay, not that's at good. all. To answer gotcha. your question, not at all. Thank However, you. I w- I do think that movies and trailers in general kind of give you a general idea as to what some is going to happen. The beginning, middle, and end. But a good movie and a good director would make sure that the trailer doesn't give away too much. One that actually cares about this yeah. pro- their project. Although to be yeah. fair, I think most of the time it's like the studios that get final approval on the trailers because they want to make their money back and get people hype and it's like fucking spoil the we're we're terminator we're terminator five just spoil it so people can watch this please right john Um, connor was a was a terminator the whole time everybody come come see our movie please (laughs) please we need the please did that happen in one of the movies yes which one terminator five you said genesis whichever i think that's the fifth one terminator genesis he was always a robot yeah, I don't remember. I I didn't watch the the last like twenty right. minutes. That movie sucked. Oh wow! <laughs> Just did not care to finish I it. I didn't care. I respect that. That's all right. That's too bad though. Eesh. I mean, what was Terminator Three called? Was that one Genesis? Rise of the Machines. Rise of the Machines. That okay, one was gotcha. Awful. That was with the female Terminator. Yeah. yeah, the hot one. Gotcha. She was pretty cool for a Terminator. I thought she looked cool. I mean, I, I mean, I remember at the time as a kid watching that movie. I thought it was kind of neat. Looking back now, I probably don't think it that would have held horrible. up. Yeah, like just pretty horrible. <laughs> the John Connor they got, I don't think felt like John Connor. The fuck, there's a there's like this weird thing that they kind of just throw in to the movie where it's just like, oh yeah, I'm the ter- my core blows up if I don't cool it, throw it out a window or something. <laughs> <laughs> that just kind of happens. That and movie actually ends with Armageddon, right? That's the only cool thing about that movie is it actually ends with a bit of a twist. They're just like, hey, I think they go to the chick's father who's a general and he's just like, get to this bunker. The it bunker, can stop yeah. Armageddon. And then they get there and then they find out it's just... It's just a bunker. It's just a bunker to keep them safe. And that our, like Judgment Day actually happens around them. That was pretty cool. For sure. Almost saves the movie. Almost <laughs> but, saves the entire yeah, movie. But it makes it worse. But it doesn't. Got you. Um... John, what did you think about the latest Terminator trailer, though, that we have right now? Super dope. Really? It's very action-heavy. All right. I don't usually get excited over Terminator trailers, but this one, it got me. But I turned my brain off. Yeah. So I didn't look out for spoilers. Gotcha. Because I know that's why you're avoiding it, Peter. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> I was just shit. watching all the action and like the actual new Terminator. They show a lot more of him and what he can do. Cool. And even the girl, they kind of explain what she is in the trailer. I oh, interesting. Say anything. And then yeah, okay. I'd recommend it. Cool. Not watching it. Right. I said as I said before the podcast, and like I just alluded to, they fucking <laughs> have this history. I think every single movie 
that they've had that they've released has it may, minus maybe the first one they've spoiled something in the trailer something big in the fucking trailer right it's not taking any chances i think the first one the only thing they could spoil is that it's a evil robot it's a, that looks like a person trying to hunt down people you know what i mean i think uh, but that's just selling that's the movie the at premise. that point exactly yeah. that uh, they had nothing really to spoil for that film i would imagine I don't know, but yeah, that's a very good point. I have I've yet to watch the second trailer as you well. Should. I, I might I might do it, especially well. You said that you didn't really look out for spoilers, but no big deal. Um, I will say though about the original trailer for this movie is that um, Dark Fate. I didn't really care for the guy who's playing this evil Terminator character. I just thought he looked very generic. But then I, after thinking about it, I was like, well, that makes perfect sense for a Terminator. You know, if they're going to be walking amongst people, they don't want to stand out as some hulking man like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's you know what I mean? That's the red herring for the entire Terminator franchise is that if the whole purpose of the Terminators is to be inconspicuous and just blend in, yes. you wouldn't fucking have Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> exactly. as the Terminator. Right. He stands out like a, he's like seven foot tall or whatever the fuck he is. Yeah. He's huge like that it doesn't make any sense yeah that's a good point (laughs) he very well may be an actual terminator for all we know (laughs) but um but no that's a good point yeah and that's why i'm starting to grow uh the the, this new actor is starting to grow on me a little bit in the sense okay yeah it makes sense within like the overall i guess part of this film or if this were to be a real thing yeah you would want something less i guess obvious Let's, let's he's that dressed kind of like a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. yeah, that's a little weird. Doesn't he? He has like a total like green collar or bl- green collar, blue collar get up like and a stuff plaid, like that. Like button up. He looks and, like a janitor or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, yes, I know the. I think that's the freeway scene again, where he's dressed up like that. But again, yeah. I think it's supposed to be the point. Yeah, exactly. There's something I want to say, but I think it might spoil it. So I'm I don't know. Leave the room. I'm personally down, but if you want to step away, you want cover ears? Okay. La 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 las. I think there may be two of them. Okay. I think there's two bad guys in this one. Oh, I think there's a, okay. a poster I've seen where it shows two of the. It shows the cop and then a separate robot, but it might just be both identities. But you maybe know, it could be here, more like the T1000 to where they split into two different entities. That's should we, possible. Should we talk some shit about Peter while we're in no, this he, right here? He does have a beautiful mustache, yeah. but he does have the Superman spit yeah. girl going on. It's so, nice though. Yeah, it looks good. It's on good. Him. Yeah, yeah. I like the Nike shirt he's wearing. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's not bad. Are we no. cool? We're cool. Sure. So Pucky. there's two of them. No. <laughs> How much of that was you guys just fucking with me when you saw that I was just looking at you guys make motions? 25% maybe. <laughs> 75 I was saw John decent. hold up two fingers. <laughs> We're going to put in two or just one today. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I, you know what? I Due to editing, I don't think I was going to introduce the podcast that way. So uh, we are the SD Geek Podcast. Oh, okay. This is AJ. Alongside me as always is. Dang, that we're, how far are in we now? That we are minutes. good about 15 minutes with the magic of editing, maybe 12. <laughs> okay. Got you. Cool. So I'm Peter. Who the hell I'm are Peter, you Peter. guys? I'm John. Yeah. We talk movies, gaming, comics, and TV shows. I talked about it earlier, did not know what the hell I was talking about, so we're doing it again right now. Welcome, as per usual. Gotcha. Afterwards, so, do you want to like just do a generic one so you could put in the beginning and then also include this funny right. late one? Insert this is here. Really, like 15 minutes is pretty long to go without eh, an intro. Sometimes I'll listen to podcasts and they'll get they'll get no, in the weeds. There was an intro, and then all of a sudden Those realize, oh audiences. shit, that's a good point. True. <laughs> Maybe just for our sake, then, mm. so we'll know it's okay. We'll see. Either way, okay. So there was one thing I really wanted to talk about, and it happened. At least to my knowledge, at least according to YouTube's up to up upload date, the day after we uploaded the pod, if not the same day, there was a brand new Star Wars trailer. Oh yeah, 
So it was like the day after. It was it was the day of. Uh, oh, day of. Okay, I was really saddened by that because I was like, shit, man, that would have been just perfect. Missed it. Yep. Cool. I mean, we had a lot of D twenty three news that week anyway. But um, did you guys watch the new trailer, Rise of the yes, Skywalker, I did. or Rise of Skywalker? No. Would you guys or what did you think, Peter? I think we should watch it. If John hasn't seen it, I think we should watch it because it'll spark a conversation that he gives no fucks about. But it'll be funny for me. Cool. I'm done. I don't with give that. a shit. We'll see you in one <laughs> second. Don't right. leave me, guys. <laughs> and john watched it we all watched it yep we did it was so that me thing. falling me being a wookie a silent wookie or me being dumb i think you were a wookie giving birth on that one a little bit <laughs> like it was, like the, it was like the it was like the ending of it like uh, uh, that was shit right now <laughs> so what do you think sir looks pretty good why wouldn't they show the original trilogy <clears throat> like the, not the original i'm sorry one two and three first then four, five, and six, and then this. Because I think they want. Because I think people would have tuned out if they <laughs> right, started with yeah. the prequels. Mm-hmm. They had to win the audience. I mean, first. they showed like yeah. three, four parts. You, of they kind of skimmed over the prequels. Very they showed quickly. a lot of the original trilogy yeah. very quickly. Yeah. They nope. showed the, like some of the cooler parts of the. Yeah. True. Mace Windu fight and all that. Notice the lack of Jar Jar in there also for the most part. Yeah. There wasn't too much of that going on. Thank goodness. Cool. I mean, yeah. he was fun as a kid, but I mean. Ultimately unnecessary, I think. And this Darth Jar Jar will be ever a thing. Um, maybe that's who that was maybe, at the trailer. Maybe, maybe he's disguised. Like, it was, it was a me all, right. all along. <laughs> hey, Luigi. I, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Um, I'm glad that I personally watched the trailer before the big spoilerific uh, thumbnail came out for it and everything like that with uh or i guess if you have not yet watched the trailer and you don't want to be spoiled by it's it it's not a jump spoiler. ahead a few minutes it n- was it the double nunchuck lightsaber it's ray as like potentially a sith i don't know how it's true not. this is i mean is. no one knew that was going to happen before they watched the trailer I, well i don't know how true it's this not, is i mm. saw an article and i guess it was a direct quote from disney and they said that it was like a dream sequence they like they specifically it. are you sure S- something like that they, again they, i don't know how they true already that said that is. it's not real I'm pretty sure it's not real. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a vision of it's, some sort. It's, Maybe it's like uh, it's like in an, which what's the one? The Empire Strikes Back when Luke goes into the cave and fights Darth Vader. It's going to be one of those. I'm calling it now. It's going to be one of those. It's Did it be, look like she was is, training? When she threw like the lightsaber yeah. and it came back to her, so maybe around that scene. Yep. So it's going to be a. This is what you could be if you continue down this path. Gotcha. Like, I, I guarantee it. I would hope that's not what it ends up being. I kind of want a little bit of a shakeup in this universe. I mean, I enjoyed uh, Force Awakens and also Last Jedi very much so. Probably Last Jedi a little bit more for different reasons, but are for certain reasons. But, um, I mean, I'm personally hyped for it. I I wonder, though, there's a whole fight scene with uh, Rey and Kylo on top of the ship while, like, water is raging past them. I wonder, is this going to be more of an early part of the movie thing? And then later on, all of a sudden, she gets in, like, her, again, spoilers, like, Darth Rey mode? I don't know. I don't know what what's what's going on with that at all. I hope it's not just some vision or, see, or like, you know, dream sequence. But this trilogy, like the, like the original, is all about prophecy. So, I, I, again, I, I would hate for it to just be a vision of what could possibly happen. But we still don't know who, who Ray's parents are. It could have just been a red herring in Last Jedi with what happened with all that. I don't want to spoil that for some people. But I, I don't know. I, I really want to know what's up with her lineage. because people it could... being John, who still hasn't seen The Last Jedi. Yes. I'll get to Maybe it. Maybe we'll make him watch it one of these bye weeks 
Yeah. I'm sure that I, I said I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna happen. It's Stupid worth the podcast. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch a third one, not seeing the second one being lost the entire. Maybe time. sooner rather than later. Let's May- get it out of the way. Right. Maybe rewatch Force Awakens. That way you can remember everything that happened for Last Jedi. That that would just be me though. Yeah. But I, I, I just I genuinely enjoy to. those movies. Maybe not, but maybe just to be reacquainted. I know. I feel like Last Jedi. Even if you haven't if seen, if you it, remember A New Hope, you remember. Oh yeah, that's, that's always the Force that's Awakens. Always, that's always yeah. been my complaint about. Mm, true that one well i mean i do like i do like the dynamic of kylo for as emotional as people say that he is or overly emotional at the same time i kind of like him i like i think think he's a really badass i like the thing that kylo rends a metaphor for the fan base (laughs) like straight the fuck up that's always what i see him because the fan base is always like it's it's not our star wars and they throw temper tantrums and they think they know the franchise better than anybody else Right. And Kylo, Kylo kind of does the same thing. Whenever something doesn't go his way, he's just like, ah, I like Darth Vader. He's my favorite, and I want to be like him. Does he still talk about that in the second movie? Probably. I don't remember. I want to say they lean hard away from that now because he starts becoming his own person, but is which is what I appreciate about that. He still kind of throws fits, though. He's still kind of very he, I think emotional. he throws a fit, yeah. Is he a teenager? I don't know. I think he might. I don't think he is. I think he's supposed to. I think they're her, him, and Ray are supposed to be like in their early twenties, maybe late teens. Mm. I don't even know. Yeah, they really don't specify. Yeah. Okay. They look youngish. That's about it. How Adam Driver, not as much. Yeah. Again, I don't think really ages are really given in this in these uh, in this franchise. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. You know that Obi Wan Kenobi's old. Mace Window's up there, or Mace Windu is up there. Window. Wow. Mace Window. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves him. Yeah, exactly, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> With his Windex lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> it's the purple Windex brand, that's yeah. why. <laughs> but um, one thing about this trailer that I am hype about is that, it, uh, to paraphrase, it does say something along the lines of, you know, the saga, epic saga finally comes to an end, and I'm fine with that. I think that I... Spoilers, I'm, it's not. Uh, well, yep. I... I think it will mm. kind of be because I think they're going to definitely lean away from the Skywalker saga altogether. Like, I think they're, and I'm fine with that. I, I would want be that. fine if they did that too, but I honestly think they're going to take a break from making the movies for a while. Yes. I'm fine with I that think, too. A good like five, six years probably. Yeah, that would be cool. And then a new trilogy, probably with hopefully completely new characters, like mm. original characters. I would hope. I, I would. I really. I just I think, think they so. they've but, run this well dry. The prequels were bad enough as it was. People have a lot of backlash with Last Jedi, Force Awakens, for that matter, and I'm sure people will find a reason to be upset about this new one, also. But so like, I, that's why I'm just saying, at least give us something brand new. That way, we get a clean slate. That's all. That's all. Well, I guess it just depends on how this one ends. There's some people that theorize that the the title Rise of Skywalker um, alludes to maybe there being another skywalker no they're not being a lighter dark side that it's just going to be a neutral which is kind of what they've been hinting at in this franchise so far yeah and that they're going to be called skywalkers so it's going to be like a new generation of jedis that are just called that so not jedi but sith or or sith but skywalker the gray jedis if you're if you know the extended lore a little bit that they call them gray jedis Mm -hmm. i think they even mentioned it in last jedi oh i don't i don't recall that but that that's it's possible i I would I want to look into that lore now. That sounds cool. I've never heard that term. Mm-hmm. No, that's pretty it's a tight. Thing. Even I have. Oh wow, no. And he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a last Jedi. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you said you're a fan of the original trilogy. Oh right? yeah, one hundred percent. I love that, and I also love the animated one, not Clone Wars. Is it Clone Wars? The ones that was uh, Samurai Jack style. That was, that was Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. The original Wars, run of Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah, those were pretty damn cool. On Toonami or Cartoon, Cartoon Network? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the animation style was sick. I remember 
Oh, God. I, I don't want to... We don't have to talk about Star Wars forever, but I loved how well portrayed General Grievous was in that show. And then I hated how much of a bitch they made well, him in uh, the, He died right Revenge away, didn't he? Well, yeah. what happens in that movie explains... Or what in happens show, in that in short show. explains why he's, he's so... Caught, he's he's dying. Like a bitch in the fucking... But, I mean, they kind of made I him know. look like a bitch at the end of the show, too, because in the long run, he's killing all of these Jedi. And I love watching... all they had to do was dope. Yeah. do this... That's what happened. It was uh, who was the Jedi that did it to him? Obi Wan. No. Oh, it, you Mace Windu when Mace, he damaged his yeah. Yeah, he literally just uses the Force and crushes his chest. Why didn't any other Jedi so, can do that? Uh, uh, right. I don't know if this applies specifically to this, but apparently there's like a lot of Force powers that are like forbidden. Like technically speaking, a lot of Jedi's can just like crush a guy's heart and boom, he's dead. Right. But like those type of things are forbidden for mostly for plot convenience, <laughs> so, so they don't just beat every enemy that they come across. Sure. Bop, um, bop, bop, bop. But maybe that applies to this. <laughs> maybe he was just like, eh, I'm breaking the rules because Grievous is a bad guy. Yeah. Sure. But also, did, speaking of that badass. episode, did you had do you guys remember? There's like this one crazy like shaggy like shaggy from scooby-doo looking fucking jedi in that episode <laughs> no, no like I don't think we, we should look it up afterwards like straight th- and he, oh, he has God. this weird like aliens moment where like game over man game over like he's starting to freak he out because grievous is yeah <laughs> zoinks man yeah General grievous is outside pretty much <laughs> nice we should pull it up after that. let's do that i'm totally down General grievous was so fucking cool he was really cool he was so badass and then like you said they made him look like a bitch they yeah. really really did Anyway, ran away for that whole movie and then got shot in the Jedi wielding a gun. That's what everybody wants to see. I know, right? So sad. Why'd they do that? So sad. Why? Um, what the hell haven't we talked about yet? Glad Birds of Prey was apparently leaked. Wait, what? Birds of Prey was apparently the leaked. The trailer. The trailer yes. for it. It was the one I saw was in Russian. Oh, wow. Okay. What, what, the language was in Russian also? Yeah. Or just like, oh, really? Whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. Oh. Did it look neat despite the uh, language How does barrier? Harley Quinn look? Who else did they show? All the questions. (laughs) They showed showed everybody. They showed Black Canary. Nobody really were in costume except for, I guess, Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. And it was just quick like, hey, I'm here. I do a punch. I'm here. I do a laugh. I'm here. I do a... It's it's an okay. It's a teaser. It's whatever. Okay. Okay. I'm down. They show Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. Awesome. His character's Black Mask. In the trailer, he's just Ewan McGregor. Okay. He, doesn't, he doesn't have him. He's just him. Like you said, like everyone's pretty much out of costume for the most part. Gotcha. Or like they're in their street clothes, if you will interesting yeah i mean they're in character you could tell but they're not like they're not recognizable if you didn't know who they were playing already you'd probably be like who the fuck are these people Mm, for sure for sure all right um so what the hell is this about the flash movie i just saw these in your notes please don't tell me they canceled it hired a new director (laughs) new writer new producer and or different actor something like that oh Oh, boy so ezra miller's i guess still attached to it but i I know that was wishy-washy on his part for a minute who's being replaced (laughs) <laughs> so it has a director Miller. again oh! director number five five's the lucky number wow. maybe i think it's five i don't it, i lost count at this point i had no idea five was supposed to be lucky but we'll see <laughs> okay so apparently the director of it i think his name's andy something andy the last name i can't pronounce it's oh called, it starts with an m god okay go on yeah I'll uh, look it up. yeah he's taking a break from horror to direct the flash so we, gotcha. got, so we got another horror director. First it was James Wan, who directed Aquaman, and now another horror director is coming to direct The Flash, which I think would be neat if now, this movie ever happens. Before it, what else has this guy directed? No idea. Okay. All okay. right, new topic. <laughs> <laughs> that ends that conversation. I'm going to butcher the name Andres Muschietti. Muschietti? Yeah. Much- Muschietti. Machete? I know, right? Machete's in this. <laughs> 
That's just what I'm seeing here. Andres <laughs> Muccietti. Muccietti. Now I'm getting racist. <laughs> it's not that. I just don't know how to pronounce your name, sir. I'm sorry. I know, That's right? It's not even French or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, I mean, that's cool. It sucks. We're probably never going to get this movie anytime soon. But I'm fine with that also. Um, but I do have to say, as far as The Flash goes, he did have a fun role to play in uh, the mini comics book series that we read for this week. But I, I kind of like these little bits the in there. Flash? Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He has a couple little cool cameos in that. Um, was there anything else we wanted to talk about though before we get into some of our Mama. reviews? He did It 1 and 2, and then oh, he okay. did Mama. I, well, I haven't Mama seen it, but great. I've heard it's... Really? I yeah. thought I heard it was good. I, I Well, I think... It's pretty I divisive. Personally... I think some people were oh. like, it's great. Some people were like, it's not. I, wa- I walked in on one part of it when it was being shown in the living room. And I mean, I'll just say this. The CGI looked terrible. She didn't look very they usually convincing. usually do. They're horror it's movies. Horror movie, yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. The budgets are super low. Maybe practical effects should be the way then. If you can't make things look good in CGI, maybe just make it more real. I don't real. think many people do practical effects anymore. It's too Is bad. Is it more expensive it's, than CGI? It can be, depending on the situation, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I'm I don't sure. know. I don't know. I mean, just some wardrobing? Maybe that? Maybe that would have made it a little bit better? At the end of the day, like, when graphics are shit in a I think it just depends. For me... If it's a big budget movie and the CGI is crap and I know it has a huge budget, I'm like, what's going on here, right. guys? But if it's a low budget movie, <laughs> then it's like, okay, it it's comes expected. with the territory. Yeah. As long as the story's good and the CGI isn't god, god awful, <laughs> like replicas, um, <laughs> then, then it's fine. But that movie's shit front to back. <laughs> CGI side story. Side. Oh. Haven't brought this up in a while. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sucks. I'm feeling the rage again. I wish I knew what you were talking about, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't wish that evil on you guys. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. You're I don't a good wish friend. that. I should, you fuckers. But, <laughs> but I don't. Oh my god. Oh god. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's several episodes ago. Episodes ago. I'm. I'm trying to think of what movie we reviewed that week. For us to, for anyone to even know what you were talking that was about, pretty early. I don't remember. It was yeah. somewhat early on, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Oh my god. Anyway, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we get into it? Oh, you know what? I did have a couple things, small things, real quick. So, um, one, Mario Kart is getting a mobile phone game release. I did see that. I yeah, it looks good. The graphics look. Speaking of graphics, it looks pretty fucking incredible. They for do. Mobile. They look almost as good as a Switch, pretty much. But let's wait and see when it comes out. Games yeah. have that. Have uh, yeah. Video game previews have that tendency to just be like, look at how awesome our game looks, but it's like running it's on actually, PC. Yeah. Right. And then the actual game releases looks like fucking 64 graphics. Exactly. Is this on Android? Uh, Android and uh, iPhone as well. Nice. So yeah, Google Play, whatever you want. Did iOS you guys Store. ever play the Mario game that they released? No. Mario Run? Yeah. Mario. I did play that, yeah. Did you pay to play? Yeah, it, you have to pay it for it to play it. And yeah, it was like nine bucks, something like that. That's pretty pricey for a mobile game. It was, but there's no microtransactions after that. So it's not like you're... I mean, I'll say this. In mobile games I've played where there are microtransactions, if I like the game, I spent well over $9. Um, How much would you say you spent on Pokemon Go total since it Pokemon started? Go? Uh, maybe $30 in two and a half years. Oh, that's not bad. That's not yeah. bad. Although there's another Pokemon game where I spent much more than that. But I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. The meta is super fun. Is it's coming to a close, one? The though. The dual game one? D- dual, it's actually been out for almost three years. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was. It had a really good life cycle, but actually, Pokemon Company is closing it down for no disclosed reason. Aren't they releasing a new one? Isn't there like a new... There's Pokemon Masters, which That's is out. That's the one I'm thinking it of. It just released this week. And that it's makes a, sense. It's, it's really fun. Why. 
Well, I mean, but why I'm, to force I'm, people like you to buy the newer one? Yeah, I guess so. I, well, I mean, that one has microtransactions. I've yet to put money into it because I don't. I haven't felt if it's super worth it yet. Because the other game that I liked a lot, Pokemon Duel, that's coming to a close on Halloween this year. Um, that one, it took me a while to actually Being buy taken into it. Taken to the Shadow Realm, uh, dude. I'm so <laughs> sad. I'm so sad. It had such a fun meta, deep, deep strategy, PvP, and this new Pokemon Masters. It doesn't have PvP or anything like that. It's player versus environment, which is fun. It has a cool little battle system to it. It has a lot of cool Pokemon, but it's just not the same by a long shot. But I mean, we'll see. Maybe I'll fall in love with it eventually. For now, it's just okay. For now, it's cool. But anyway, yeah, Mario Kart. It looks good. The graphics look great, like you said, Peter. Let's see what it looks like at launch. For all we know, it did run on PC. But there there were like slight, very baby, baby, nitpicky frame drops in the trailer itself, which I was kind of shocked by that they would even show that. Not it, Just in the sense that you see Mario going in one direction, and then when there's a big, tight turn, all of a sudden he's like automatically facing the direction he needs to for the turn. Oh. It, that would just occur when you would see a lot of characters on screen at once. So, you know, maybe cell phone hardware isn't quite where it needs to be yet. It makes sense. Right. Um, yeah, I was listening to um, an interview with John Carmack, the guy uh, that made Doom and all that, Quake. He was talking about cell phone talk technology and how it's almost, it's getting there, but he doesn't see it ever becoming as strong as like a PC, obviously. Naturally, you know? yeah. Yeah. Just not enough horsepower. At that like, point, there would be something brand fucking new that we that we can't even perceive. There's going to be like a fucking chip you put on your, your head and you, yeah, that's your cell phone. Right. Good yeah. point. Do you think we'll be living long enough to experience something like that? I think we will live to the point where we have contact lenses that will have everything we need. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. If not an injection, like a chip or something like that, I wouldn't doubt. It's It'll, already a thing, but... There, there's a lady that got a chip installed yeah. into her body to unlock her Tesla. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I know there's yeah. a company somewhere that does that. So people can get in and out. They have like chips installed into them. That's the laziest thing ever. It's a first world thing, but I like it. I'd be, I'd be I mean, down. it's one like, like I used to always carry my badge on me. Always forget it. So now I put it in my wallet. It'd be nice to just swipe my hand. Right. Just one last thing. I'm like, it malfunctions though. Hopefully I become a superhero. Yeah. And I don't die. <laughs> but like, what happens if it just stops working? Oh, uh, then they just remove it's, it's it's something very small. I'd imagine they just remove it. Hmm. Good point. Good point. All right. Shall Fuck we get that. into some so more So if reviews? you had to put oh, a please, horse pill up your butt to get, <laughs> to get this technology working. Wait, say that okay. again. Wait, what? A, a horse, horse pill. pill. Uh, placebo. A horse? No, that's not uh, what they're pill. called. Wait. What are they called? Penis? A horse penis? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. You, what are you saying? A giant thick pill. Why a horse How pill? How thick? <laughs> what a horse pill bigger than usual? <laughs> I think John wants to see a donkey show. Yeah. We'll drive Thank south. Thank you for taking the hint. We'll drive south till we hit a certain area in the in the world, and mm-hmm. we'll see if we can find you one. A big mule, John. <laughs> a big whole mule. Hold on. Now I'm, I'm going to Google this right now. Horse. We'll, we'll call the guy from Clerks. Pills. Horse pill. Horse pill size. There's horse pills for hair growth, but are they that big? <laughs> <laughs> we can't see what AJ is looking at. He's just looking at his phone There's a and band saying called words. the Dandy Warhols, and they have a song called Horse Pills. Okay, okay. Okay, here we go. Dandy Warhols. OCD clever. pellets for horses. <laughs> what? <laughs> this got dark. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. It's not, it's not what you think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> really, really? OCD? Horses that have real attention to detail and yeah, have anxiety. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to go. <laughs> Apparently, OCD means something different in the horse community. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more innocent. It means 
It stands for Optimal Cartilage Development. Okay, so okay. that's not so bad. Okay, cool. Fa- <laughs> that got weird. Um, it's a four-pound bag. I'm trying to see how big these pellets are, though. Optimal Bar- cartilage development. So yeah. That, so so that they can be abused in horse races. Oh, Perfect. no. Don't say that. That's so sad. But uh, let's see. It's a four-pound pail. You can buy a 60-pound pail Shit. for 959 American. Wow. But I don't see, like, a... Um, actual size picture or anything like that. Let's okay. see. I, I'm really curious. So now I'm he's, invested. He's on the search. I oh, am yeah. very much I, so. I need this. Is this needs? To, this, I need this in my. I need this information in my life. Let's see. Let's see here. Okay, I'm just gonna okay, Google I'm, I'm joining the horse search. pill size. Go. Horse pill. God damn it! I don't want to know about that <laughs> stupid song. Horse, horse pill size. Pill. <laughs> it autocorrected to horse penis. Is that weird? <laughs> A little bit. Oh, size is one of the autocorrects. Let's see size. Here we go. What are we doing? What is this podcast? <laughs> I know. What is, <laughs> what is happening? What have we become? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 600 milligrams, but nothing actual. No, I want to yeah. know how big they are. 600 milligrams, that kind of gives you an idea of the size. That's a, I mean, a bit bigger than normal, yeah. I have seen, Okay, so I actually, where I live currently, there are some uh, properties that have horses about, and I've seen all sorts of size of pellets that they give them, but just as food, and it's either the same size that you give like to rabbits or and like guinea pigs and such, or they do have hunka ones, which are like the size of my pinky almost. I guess for reference, my pinky. What? How how big's my pinky, John? Don't shame me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I found a, a comparison. A good inch and a half. Yeah, it's about say the size of a quarter. Thank you. I we'll found like a you. thing. It looks like a it looks like a hostess chocolate donut. So about that big. Apparently, Is that what I'm looking at? I can't tell from here. It's supposed to. I think. I guess that's what you. You trick the horse into eating the pill by putting it in this thing. Oh, okay, okay. Kind of like a dog and okay. peanut butter yeah. and all that. It's, a, it's slightly it's smaller than a quarter as far as the diameter goes. I, I could do Plenty that. Plenty thicker uh, oh, than oh, a quarter. Oh, the thickness might get you. So maybe like the size of like a small Reese's What was cup. this question again? I, Would you put that up your butt to get the technology running? <laughs> That's what it came to. I forgot about that aspect of the conversation. Would I put a pill up my butt to unlock my car for for no what? Would you put a a half inch thick? No, no, yeah, a half inch thick, <laughs> quarter size pill up your butt in order to unlock your Tesla. But it's gotta go deep. Do I get the Tesla for free? No, you still gotta buy the. Then Tesla. what the fuck? Then no, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they already have key fobs. As long as they have the key on me, you walk up to it, it unlocks. Why would I need to? Why, what? What question is this? What are we doing? I thought it was fun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if it I gave me superpowers check. or something, that'd be different. You can unlock your if, Tesla if from two un- feet away. If I could superpower. unlock it with my mind and like control it with my mind or some shit, yeah. I'd take ten pills up the what butt. About <laughs> if, what about if you pedal and it makes it unlock? You just gotta clench your butt cheeks a little just- bit <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That's your superpower, Peter. You there get you a go. five foot range. That's it? That's a pretty good superpower. <laughs> That's a pretty good superpower. Let me get the door for you, my lady. <laughs> How did you do that? Yep. If only you knew. <laughs> I like that. Don't ask questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to, baby. Oh, my did God. Did I ever tell you guys about my old car, my, my first oh. car, and the passenger side door, you couldn't open it from the inside? So whenever, this, this is before I, I was, this, wait, was it? No. Um, so whenever I gave somebody a ride, like from work, like home from work or whatever, I would always have to open the door from the passenger side. 
So they would always be like, oh, you're such a gentleman. Like, you're whatever. When it was girls, you'd be like, my boyfriend doesn't even do that. And I'm just like, yeah. But they didn't didn't know that I had to do it. Otherwise, I couldn't get them in the car. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. Now what? I found, I think I found a real horse pill. This could be fake, but it's from a doctor. I don't want to advertise this person, but it's doctor, their first name, I think, dot com. Look at this horse pill. Yeah, that sounds legitimate. (laughs) Yep. That's fucking crazy. That looks like a Dr. Mario pill. It does look like a Dr. Mario. <laughs> it's like straight it's up. It's the red and yellow pill. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, dude, that's like this going up your butt. That's or like the down size your of a, like a 50 cal bullet. At least as far as length goes. But width is much more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like the size of your wrist. That's like what you would use to tease your butt into getting used to getting it up there. <laughs> is it? Pretty sure you gotta do a f- you warm yourself up a little bit before you t- take that thing. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta you gotta walk before you, you can run. Be, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. That's true. I would. <laughs> I'd be what shooting. Is this I'd be shooting warp pipes for weeks. Want to tweet I... <laughs> this? Let's tweet the link. Let's show them the picture. I'm, I'm actually the... really down. Let me screenshot it first. Oh God. Good idea. What okay. So if you want to know what the hell we're talking about, you can follow us on Instagram and <laughs> Twitter at SDGeekPod. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> So since we're talking about random bullshit yes, and we're talking please. about drugs, um, drugs, I started watching the that that HBO show Euphoria. How is oh. it? It's pretty good. It's actually really good so far. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's pretty. Go ahead. It's pretty pretty dark. Ooh. As the name implies in the trailers, it's about like drug use and shit. Right. And I think I'm only I think three four episodes in. It also has a, a lot to do with just the stresses of modern day teenagers Mm -hmm. in a way that doesn't feel cheap that actually because i've my girlfriend watches some shows where they tackle that crap and it's boring and it doesn't feel real but it does it in a way that actually feels a bit more authentic to the experience i can't say for sure because i'm not a teenager with all this technology that we have this shit wasn't around back in back in my day (laughs) um but it's 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 interesting I, okay. Sexuality is a big theme. Uh, body shaming, uh, just hmm. sending nudes. They've covered that in a, a bit. Uh, drugs, the overall theme for the main character, but yeah, it touches on a few other things too. That's cool. It sounds important it's, to a degree, and it's very dark. A lot of dick. <laughs> wow. A lot of dick. Got <laughs> like, a show like that a, shows lot, a lot. Of dick. A lot like, of it. More dick than anything else and then i've ever seen in my life like shit shoot even in the pornos that i've seen like more dick at one time than i ever thought i'd see on a television show they call it euphoria for a reason peter like i, guess. I, I was watching Damn. it at maylee's like house and her parents were, so we had to like just we had to have the switch on standby to, like to for, in, in case they walked because their parents are very conservative oh, they're okay. just yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna stand for that shit so <laughs> dicks all over their we TV. had to pretend like we were playing, <laughs> yeah it took us both by surprise. We're just like, oh, there's a dick. Oh, there's a no- oh, oh, oh. There's a herd <laughs> of dicks. <laughs> so many. They should call it dick for you at this point. It's, I'm down. It's relevant to the story. Okay. Uh, it's not just for sh- for show. Okay. Although a couple of them might be. Couple, maybe somebody just showing off. It sounds like a lot of gratuitous dick. <laughs> I, I'm looking uh, forward But anyway, to this. I thought it was worth mentioning because it was just very bizarre. But anyway, the show's great. If you want to look into a lot of penis, watch Euphoria watch on HBO. And also enjoy a good show. Okay, good, for with, sure. With a lot of depth. 
depth or dick? I'm sure the dicks. Uh, the one, dip. At least one dick on the show could g- gain a lot of depth. A lot for of all depth. we know. Yep. There we go. Nice. All right. Uh, again, if you want to send us any topics or questions for future episodes, hit us up Twitter and Instagram at SDGeekPod, like mentioned earlier. S T G E E K P O D. You can also email us at SDGeekPod at gmail.com. Uh, again, questions, topics. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We're interested. Um, anything you guys want to talk to, talk about before we get into Kingdom Come? Anything mm-hmm. like that. All this dick talk. I didn't want to say that word anymore. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything uh, else? We're all good? We're ready? I think we're good. John didn't it? read it. I did not read it. So he did not read it. So Kingdom, tell me the story. Kingdom Come is a, is a DC like miniseries, I guess you could say. Yep. Made Originally, back in like 1996. That is correct. Okay. And I, I will say this because it was talked about a second ago or right before we recorded the podcast. John, you mentioned that the art style was something that stood out to you. Oh, but, yeah. Like you didn't read it, but you looked into it. Yeah. And very realistic. And Peter, you also mentioned that you weren't into the art styles, art style when you first read it as a kid. Oh correct? yeah, correct. And I gotta say, when I first started, I was not into it. I, first, when I started looking at this, I was like, "Oh man, what is Peter having us read?" Like, <laughs> I, 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 no offense, I just was like, I started thinking like. I really don't care for what this looks like at all. It just seems like this is something from an era that is no longer relevant or necessary. And I was like, 96, I was like seven years old, I think, at that right. point, six years old. So I, I was like, I, I, I don't know what I'm getting into, but Peter recommended it. I'm going to give it a try. And, and you so, also, you know, com- if you compare it to a lot of the comic book stuff at the time, like mm-hmm. this was when the G- Jim Lee's X-Men was very big and just... So super cartoony then at that point then. Oh, not, yeah. Not a similar art style at all. No, not at all. For sure. And then also that was it was the 90s, so there was a, like a lot of... Everything had to be extreme. Like right. Everybody had guns. A freaking... Uh, the the Deadpool guy, what's his name? That artist. Deadshot. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, the actual Deadpool. Yeah, guy. the artist. I follow him on Instagram, but I can tell you because he wasn't the guy who made him. Who you're talking about? He just made him popular. It's not Robert Wait, Liefeld, made is it? Uh, no. Deadpool. He made Deadpool. Oh, uh, okay. I don't remember what the hell. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? I want to say Robert Liefeld, but I think I'm very yeah, wrong no, about right. that. Yeah, no, you're right. Robert Liefeld. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I could see the he was huge doing pockets and shit departure in art style or difference in so art styles there. <laughs> but um, uh, um, but I gotta say though, once I got about, I don't know, ten minutes in at most, I was in. Like all of a sudden, I start. It starts giving way to what this what is going on exactly and i was still kind of thrown off by the first few panels as far as like what like what our main character i guess you can call him the main character of the story like what he has to do with this whole storyline but i actually liked it i i I, it just totally grew on me by the end of volume one i was ready to grind through the rest of it and i did all in one night and i think the art style also complements the tone and the story Absolutely, just how how dark, gritty, and real. I don't even think gritty is the right word. Just real, very yeah, very realistic take on the on the superhero genre. Super lived in. The 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 thing is, I I I was trying to remember why you recommended reading this for the for the show, and it was it because I brought up the boys last week. Was that the reason, or did you just want to read it? I think he just said he reread it. I just reread it because we talked about Brandon Routh coming back to the that crossover show. Gotcha. Has that happened already? uh, No, it hasn't. It's apparently it's going to spawn like over like a few different other shows. Mm. Uh, I don't remember what it what the schedule was, but uh, yeah. So he they said that he was going to play Kingdom Come Superman. So I was like, oh, I haven't oh. read that in a while. So I I'll, let me go back and read it. And yeah, oh. it's a lot. It's really deep. I'm glad you did, and I'm glad you suggested it because yeah, dude. Like one thing I will say about this 
this storyline is that the character, the main, I guess, main character of the storyline, it's an older man. Like, he's, like, in his late 50s, 60s or so, mm-hmm. maybe even older. And it wasn't this story about this young, up-and-coming kid telling-of-age story, you know, or coming-of-age story. It wasn't like that at all. That's it was the... not typical of comic books whatsoever. Oh, no, not at all. To, to tell a story from the perspective of a regular human, yeah. like, like, that's, at the time especially, was unheard of. It was really cool. It, I don't know. It was super original. I, I, part of me was thinking like I would love for them to redo this, but at the same time, I don't think it's really necessary. And Mm-mm. like just the way the writing is, it holds up today's to today's standards very well. Like oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to overhype it for anyone who hasn't read Kingdom Come by DC, but it's it it's impressive. I'll say that. Generally speaking, the the whole tone like it's having the character be told from the perspective of a human kind of just. It spills over through the whole thing. It's like, what, what, what are superhumans, superheroes? What, what do they look like to regular human beings? Like, what mm. impact do they have on regular humans' lives? Like, are they? And then it also brings up the question: What is a hero? Yeah. Like, what, what? Yeah. Is it your? What about your actions can consider you to be a hero? Um, it's pretty great. Yeah. And then also, let's see. To, so to kick off the the into the first panel is very dark, just as far as shades go, uh, and also in, in tone, <laughs> in tone as well. Um, as far as storylines go, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and it's it, it's it's very biblical. Like the, the, throughout the story, because okay, the yeah. main character guy, yeah. I forget his name already. Um, McKay. He's a pastor, something McKay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he he's reading a lot of bible passages from revelations throughout this entire story and the the hmm. first panel opens up with one of them and so it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cool how the story just just progresses it's pretty right. cool so this superman is gonna be in that crossover yes why this superman over any other superman i don't know i haven't seen the show i don't watch those shows uh, oh but i mean is there anything special about just ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything special about this Superman? I like, like the- this Superman personally. I mean, he seems like same old Superman, but very much... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Not damaged. Just more so... I don't know. A man out conflicted. of time. A man out of time. He's conflicted with what he believes is right. I-, I love that he's kind of a victim of circumstance. He victimized himself, but also he- it's just like a, it's a story. At least his storyline to me was something along along the lines of like he is... A born to be a leader, but at the same time, he doesn't necessarily want to be a leader, at least in the sense that everyone else looks for him to be. Well, I mean, like the pressure he gets from certain characters, he doesn't want that, and he just wants to stand up for his his beliefs that he's had all along, which used to be once upon a time good. So I, I think that's where the conflict in his story comes from. I loved it's it. just he's his moral. The, the world has kind of outgrown his morals and yes. his stance on everything Very and so he so. feels like the world has kind of left him behind and in a way it has and so in a way he leaves it behind also okay so since john since you haven't read it and this will be perfect because you can explain it to listeners who haven't read it as well yeah so the story is it's some x amount of time in the future it's based in 2020 if i'm not mistaken you're probably right so it's 2020 it's several years in the future and all the superheroes of old have just up they're they're gone they're oh. no, they're no, they're none of them are around. The original, yeah. And so there's a slew of new superheroes, which a lot of them we don't even get by name. Like there's a lot of 
there's some panels that are just overwhelmingly so many different superheroes and they're just kind of there. You don't really get their name or their powers or backstory. Okay. You get hints towards them. Like sometimes it's like this is a daughter of this old superhero or this was this person's sidekick. Uh, but for the most part, you don't. Uh, it's just brand new slew of superheroes. And so something happens. Uh, I guess full spoilers, by the way, right? We're just spoiling the whole thing. It's, uh, I don't know what, 36-year-old or 26-year-old story Yeah. at this point? Yeah, I think All right, it's okay. All right, so full spoilers. Um, you okay with that, John? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I would still, still recommend, recommend reading it. Yes, yeah. most, most definitely. It's More fun. intrigued um, than I was before. It's very bingeable. It's only four issues long. Yeah. Super bingeable. So uh, the, the story is told out of sequence as far as timeline goes, so maybe I should just do it from as straightforward. Yeah. Um, so the Joker ends up killing a bunch of people in Metropolis a- along with Lois Lane and Superman captures him, but doesn't do anything about it. And Turns so, him into the authorities. Yes. As he would it, because he, of his morals. Yeah. But then there's a new guy whose name is Magog who actually just kills uh, Joker in cold blood. Right there and, and then? Yep. Yes. Right there. And, and then. when he's taken to trial, uh, he says, I did what I had to do. Nobody else is willing to do it. He's just going to keep killing and killing. Like, we need to step up our game. And the press, the the jury, and the people kind of agree with him. And that's when Superman oh, Superman kind of puts himself into exile because he's like, these aren't my morals. That, this no. isn't yeah. what superheroes are supposed to be. If we kill, we're, kill them, You're we're no, no better than them. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he disappears. And then so 20 years later, a new cr- some, something else happens. So this new guy Magog, who's like the new Superman, he's like the leader of the the new reign. Is of, he as like powerful the new as Superman? They kind of don't really say. It's kind of vague. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with a no, though, just based off it, what happens. It's Superman. Yeah, okay. it's probably a no. But they don't. Again, they don't really tell you a lot of backstory for all these new characters. The story just kind of progresses, and they're kind of in the background. Right. Even well, even a big player like Magog, who's a main part of the story, they don't really give you much background. At least for like the first half of the story. And he's or a character so. exclusive to this story. Like yes. you don't yes. see him in anything. Else. I don't. I've never heard of the character Magog okay, until I cool, read this. Cool. Yeah. Fun fact: His character design was actually based on the over like extreme because he's got like a freaking shoulder pad and he's got like a bunch of bullets on him. His helmet was like a ram helmet or something like yeah. that. I liked his design personally. Oh, his shit. character design was a commentary on comic books of the time where everything had to be extreme <laughs> and like, it, like we got to kill the Punisher is really cool, right? Like all this. So I gotcha. Very, very deep. A lot of layers. L- yes. Um, but anyway, something else happens with his crew. So one of his, the superheroes on his team is um, is very volatile, like as far as his power goes. And so they get into a, a skirmish with some villains and the villain, I think, stabs the dude and he, his power just kind of goes out of control and just blows up, killing, wiping out. I think Nebraska. If I'm not mistaken, actually, so he Magog and his team were fighting this parasite, but it was Magog who killed the parasite, which then caused this gigantic um, explosion. When it was Minnesota, maybe it was Minnesota, something okay. like that. The entire way, state, oh it, yeah, the entire along state. with some surrounding states. One million people die. Yeah, oh, shit, a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like the hugest travesty in America or in world history. So this prompts Superman to or. To come out of exile after Wonder Woman comes and like uh, uh, tells him what happened, and so he comes back and he's just like you. Were, she was like, "You were a beacon of hope. Like the the world is in chaos. It's on the brink of collapse. Like you need to, like the superheroes are out of control. They just don't. They have no morals. There's no high ground. They're just they're they're no better than the villains at this point. Uh, they're everybody's just killing each other, and the hum- the people are kind of getting caught in the crossfire. Um, 
And so Superman reluctantly comes back and he kind of starts regathering the Justice League and those who are willing to go, those to who join. are willing to come back. Mm-hmm. And um, I love their older designs too. Some of them look sick. Yeah, like Green Lantern. I'm down. He looks pretty cool. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hawk I love Man it. comes back. Wonder Woman comes yeah. back. Her like war suit that we see later on is pretty she, cool. Yeah, she looks really awesome. Also, so that's pretty much the setup. The main conflict comes in what do you what as Superman? What do you do when people aren't willing to comply to your morals? Do you force your your do you enforce your will on people or do you just let things be like right. and that's mm. the conflict that you see in him because it's either that or yeah it's one way or the other essentially mm-hmm. yeah i don't know any, any input i've been talking a lot no no i mean i'll, I'll chime I'm in here and there story yeah okay. yeah no it's it's really fun though Peter I, story time Papa Peter. <laughs> yeah exactly no go for it man uh let me get some water yeah please go ahead <laughs> hydrate <laughs> It's getting hot I mean, too. we don't have to go, you know, story beat for story beat. I know, but I'm going to skip you know, over some part, but that's the yeah. setup. So Yeah, that is the setup. It's it's cool just to see that struggle, that, that inner struggle that Superman's yeah, I, going through now. Hooked. It's mm-hmm. It's tight. He's stuck with huge decisions on his back, and everyone is looking to him for the answer. And, like, Wonder Woman makes this very clear to him multiple times that, like, everyone is waiting to move on you on you know you have to be the first one to take a step and then everyone will follow and, but that that's the problem is that he's unsure as to which one is the best is he does he want to be fascist and does he want to become an authoritarian and making sure that everyone follows his rule or should he try to give people freedom which he once did but then look what they did with it a million people died because they they decided to go off what this guy Magog wanted instead. And he and Wonder Woman are also kind of at odds too. Yeah, they're, they're on the same side, but as far as ideologies go, they're in kind of in constant conflict with each other. Yes, Wonder Woman, who we later find out oh. who is is um who's been exiled from her from from the Amazon from the Amazonians because yes. in their eyes she failed to protect the the human race or like the man like she failed to do what she was sent there to do. Yes. And so she's kind of, she's all in. She's all in on this, like, just take action. Just stop thinking so much. Just like, we need to need to fight. If it's war they want, then we'll fucking give them war. Right. Her storyline is something I really appreciated. And I started getting that vibe of far, as far as, like, her explaining. Once you understand that, oh, yeah, she's been exiled. Like, they no longer want her as a as a princess or ruler of their island that all of a sudden, like you said, you realize that, Oh yeah, she's all in. And then I started thinking right before I read it, I was like, Oh, she's doing this as another way to compensate for what she's lost oh, yeah. and maybe to potentially prove to her family and that, and to those of her, the inhabitants of her island that she is worthy to be a ruler. She felt like she failed. Like she wasn't extreme enough. She wasn't aggressive enough. And, and so she's yep. overcompensating. Yeah, exactly. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden uh, I was like, Oh my God, this is why she's doing this. This is why she's pushing. So, hard because and then sure enough like 20 minutes or not not even that like five minutes into further into reading it, it's pointed out to her straight up like this is why you're doing this you're trying to prove yourself because you lost everything already so now you're willing to do whatever it takes and i was like oh my god like i'm i'm feeling this book right now when you feel those trickles fun. of wonder woman's new ideology mm-hmm. trickle through it's very against anything that you would ever think wonder woman would do yep so you're constantly asking yourself why is she like this yeah mm. and it yeah, they, they do explain. It, it's kind of there from the beginning, but it kind of comes to a head towards the end, definitely. Yeah. And, when, and, when, when it's explained to her, exactly. The conversations between her and Superman, because again, they do disagree on a lot of things. You could tell that they obviously care for each other, and they have a long history, but they are at odds, and they do not agree on certain 
decisions that need to be made and wonder woman is just kind of pushing him to make to you know to make the choices that she wants to make but kind of realizing that people may not follow her but they will follow superman yeah. at the end of the day so to go hmm. back for a second yeah the main character of norman mckay i remembered his name thank you um he's yeah. he's being shown all of these events yes. by the specter are you familiar with the specter no he's sort of is he like the watcher kind of i guess he, he's in in the lore he's like the right hand of god basically he seems like an ethereal being for sure yeah, yeah. So, but he's kind of so he's kind of like a ghost and i guess you could say he's kind of like the watcher way more powerful um okay but that's, would you say he's the strongest he's well he's up there he's one of the strongest okay he does have a weakness though that he needs to be tethered to a human in order to do anything which is why he kind of has norman mckay there uh, right? okay. uh but but anyway, he's the one that's showing Norman McKay. He's, he's having him observe all of these events that, as they happen, or in some cases, since they kind of jump around in time a little bit, he'll even take them back to the to the time when it happened just to show them. Mm. Which they do a good job of balancing and making coherent. Like you understand, it's not like it's not sloppy by any means. These time yeah. jumps or scene jumps, for right? That when an event becomes relevant, they take you back and see like this is what happened. Yep. Uh, so you can visually see it and they're not just talking about it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Cool. They kind of foreshadow some things here and there, but yeah. where, right when you need to know what happens, they'll show you what, what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. There was one superhero we haven't mentioned yet, which was... Uh, Batman? Batman. Yeah, he's, Batman's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. <laughs> His <laughs> character design, it's kind of sad, but... Cause yeah. He's, you could just see... Well, I had a question about that, but go ahead. He's just a broken man. Is that like, what it is? He has like a metal exoskeleton. Because yes. I can only imagine after all the years damage he's and gone years, through, he's yeah. just uh, he's his body is just broken. I see. Okay, that I was thinking it was either that or since he obviously still is in some way not he's less direct as he used to be as in his youth, but he still directly gets in scuffles and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was wondering, is that just to make him stronger and fight still because he is still older, or is that just Wayne they Tech never that really he has? Explain it, but yeah. I took it as he just needed that to move. I, I made probably a little bit of both. Isn't you know, it he's the same now situation bionic with like Batman Beyond. He originally made that because because he, he couldn't do it anymore. Yep. Yeah, and he's like that era uh, in that yeah. age. Old, I would say yeah. old man Bruce Wayne. Yep. Yeah, but old. he's super badass. Yeah, I he's like really cool. He, he's pretty crazy. Yeah, Batman's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, he is. I love me some Batman. Old yeah. man Batman is particularly cool too. Yeah, I think yeah. in every iteration you see him, man, he's pretty badass. I I have to say, I mean, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but just to, if I could sell anyone on reading this. I love how Superman looks in this also. His illustration looks really good. They put a lot of love into him, Wonder Woman, and Batman especially. No no surprise that they would choose them to really look amazing. But, I mean, just they, they do a great job of consistently making them look great in every panel. And then the art style, like we said, is just so expressive. It grew like on they're, me. They're like their facial expressions, like you really feel everything that they feel. You can see the conflict in Superman's face. You can see the, the rage in Wonder Woman's. Like mm-hmm. it's... So beautiful. And you can see the sarcasm in Batman. Or yeah. Bruce Wayne a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> he's pretty cool. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a cool old guy. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, so he's jumping thing, around. Yeah, so one thing we forgot to mention Please. was Shazam is a pretty major character in this. Ooh, I, okay. Yeah, that so, was random. Lex I Luthor like is also is kind of, um he kind of runs this legal league of a uh, Legion of Doom kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it re- it's revealed that some of the superheroes are actually undercover villains. They're villains posing as superheroes, oh. and that he actually controls some of them to kind of fuck with the the public perception of, of superheroes and whatnot. Uh, that storyline doesn't go 
anywhere too much. Yeah. However, it just does let you give you aware that there is he is there. He is a presence in this world of of superheroes slash supervillains. He is older. Yeah, he's older. He's not like old man, old man, but he's older, definitely. He definitely looks younger than like Batman, I will say that. And so he has Shazam as like his right hand man, because I guess he like brainwashed him. As a kid? Yeah. I think he said like he adopted him as a kid, kind of. Yeah, because there was no superheroes around anymore. Like everybody just kind of retired with this new era of of superheroes that Billy Batson was kind of just left alone and Lex Luthor took advantage of that. Um, So he's there that he comes in later on in a big way. Um, So... The superheroes are starting to impose their law on the new superheroes. They sometimes they get the 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 evil superheroes to join them, yeah. And other times they're just revolts. And so the the question came up like, what do we do with the people that don't agree with our ideals? Mm-hmm. And through some conflict and through some arguments with Wonder Woman, they decide on opening up a superhero prison. I think that one was in Minnesota. The Gulag, yes, yeah. the Gulag. And so that's where they start keeping everybody. And yeah. that comes to a head when a riot happens, and Lex Luthor wants to take advantage of that by staging a a breakout, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And so there. Um, but the only way he can actually are you okay with talking about like how Lex Luthor, what Lu- Lex Luthor's plan is to make the breakout even a reality? Because he's just immortal, you I know what I mean? We had to be hold Shazam, off on that, right? I don't. It remember. was with Shazam, yeah, or Captain Marvel, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was that was kind of interesting it's it was fun to read a dc comic from that era to where he was actually still called captain, captain marvel. marvel that was kind of neat i was like oh whoa i, f- I forgot i'm reading this from the mid 90s wow mm-hmm. but yeah i like shazam more yeah, yeah definitely definitely yeah. um but yeah that was the thing um wh- one quick thing I, let me just backpedal for a moment i really enjoyed the uh recruitment that Superman went through of all these other classic heroes of mm-hmm. his era, of his time. Like, Green Lantern was super fun. You realize what they've all been up to, to a degree, or what some of them have been up to. Like, yeah. Green Lantern was defending uh, Earth from space for from extraterrestrial uh, threats. The Flash was still protecting his city, but that was all he was really doing was just... The way they described it was kind of neat. Yeah, I forget exactly cool. the verbiage, but it was kind of fun. They, they implied that nobody really nobody's really seen him. That's but, right. But you, sometimes you'll just see, like... A, a, a flash of red and you'll know that he was there yes yeah. yes that was sick mm-hmm. i love uh aquaman who was ultimately he didn't really play a huge role but i liked the part that he was in though. Wait, who aquaman oh yeah um yeah yeah how they do visit his kingdom mm-hmm. but he just realizes like he's put himself in seclusion and he's kind of content with it but i love a point that wonder woman makes in, in that you know that you could still see that they still hold each other to great regard these these classic great heroes deal of respect yeah. yeah huge respect but at the same time they do since they know each other so well they kind of know how to get at one another and kind of you know point the finger in the sense that you know aquaman heard of or maybe yeah i believe aquaman heard of Wonder Woman's exile, but Wonder Woman makes a point in that you you don't have to join us. I understand, but at the same time, one of these days the fight's going to come down to you also. Mm-hmm. So you're only delaying the inevitable, and that was that was just kind of fun to see that all these politics go on, even though they care and they love each other to a degree, they still 100% don't agree. That's mostly what this story is. There's very little action in this. Yeah, but when it happens, it's cool. It I'll does, say that, yeah. which is what is where I was leading to. Yeah, please. So. Batman kind of plays a double agent with Lex Luthor. He pretends he's on his side because he wants to know where Shazam is. Batman, being the genius that he is, knows that Shazam is the one thing that could stop Superman. And so he's 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 the outlier. He's mm. the one he's so he's trying to he 
it it's revealed later on that he because you don't know that going in you're just like yeah. what the fuck batman's teaming up with lex Luthor? holy yeah. shit yeah <laughs> um and then it's revealed later on that it's just like okay because right when lex Luthor is about to give the order to shazam to it commenced the the whole riot and the the prison break um that's when batman steps in and he was like what did he, he said something cool he was just like he was the he was the missing piece of the puzzle like i yes. needed to know where he was yes. and now that i do like i can put a stop to this whole thing yep 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 hmm. um, i forget exactly what happened but then all of a sudden one of the one of the classic heroes uh that was in the the boardroom when the meeting was going on when batman was talking talking with with lex luthor there's some action that occurs and all of a sudden one of the heroes says do we take that as a signal? And he's like, "Yep." And I think then... it, I think it was Oliver Queen. Oh, okay, yeah, there we Green go. Arrow's like with his little crew. I think um, <laughs> uh, I think one of the magician people. No, Black Canary. Black Canary was one of them. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, like he had his own little squad, hmm. his own little vigilante squad. That was pretty gang. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Shazam gets away, and the 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 jailbreak commences. The jailbreak happens and all the superheroes, and it's just a fucking war. Just all it's out a mess. war. It's and Superman wants something mess. to do with it, really. Mm-hmm. But he kind of he, he kind of has to. Mm-hmm. So that's happening. And Superman shows up. He's doing his thing. And then Shazam shows up. And then to everybody's like, fuck. Right. And the, that's one of the, <laughs> it's the way one of the issues, I think it's the third issue ends with Shazam showing up and towering yep. over Superman. And you're just like, fuck. Right. And it, it made me gain a new respect for Shazam, that's for sure. Oh, he's cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember hearing that he's the only one that really rivals in brute strength to Superman, and and you see that. And Superman's vulnerable to magic, which Shazam yeah. is, so he's very much... Why is he vulnerable to magic? Is there any actual reason? or Because they a... needed something else besides kryptonite. <laughs> I guess so, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Right, but no, that that was a really fun scene as well. You kind of see Superman and Shazam going at it at that point, and Shazam kind of has Superman's number to a degree. It's oh, kind of yeah. fun to watch, like these two hulking men go at it, and it's kind of a toss up as to who can take down the other. But I feel like over as far as composure goes, Shazam seemed to be doing all right to a degree. He wasn't phased at all. He could have easily t- killed Superman if he wanted. Really? Oh, I think shit. so. That's crazy. I didn't know well, that magic was that strong. Superman's not really going. He's trying to reason with him. He That's knows true. that he's like, you used to be an ally. You were a friend. Like, you you don't want to do this. Like, come to your senses. Yes. And all this stuff. So, meanwhile, <laughs> as all this is happening, the the United Nations have pretty much said enough of this crap. Like, we're the ones getting caught in the crossfire here. Like, this this battle, this war between the, the superheroes is ha- is taking its toll on humanity. And so they decide to launch nukes. They launch nukes at the at the the prison site they said one would be enough but let's send three essentially yes yeah uh wonder woman and batman end up intercepting two of them uh by pure chance because they just they were fighting each other but then they saw that was a fun missiles those were pretty cool i love their conversation too that was really yeah that was fun and so let me let me where do i start a lot of happens in, in at the climax here sure um so the superman sees the missile and he knows what's about to happen. Okay. And he, at the same time, Shazam is just repeating sh- the, the the phrase Shazam to strike uh, Superman with lightning. Yeah. So he's just just kind of Shazam, boom, Shazam, dominating boom, him, boom, just like fucking yeah. his shit up. Yeah. And when Superman realizes what's happening, um, and Shazam's in his Billy Batson form, his human form, he 
grabs Shazam by the mouth to stop him from speaking. And he's like, look, this, this missile's about to come down on us. I can go over there and stop it and save us all. But maybe we don't even need that. Maybe that's not even worth it. Maybe we do need to just end. Maybe it's better for humanity that we just all die. Mm-hmm. Knowing that Superman would live. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Very true. Possibly, right? In the moment, you don't think about that, It was that, in the though. middle of the day, too, so I guess he would have been fine. In the moment, you don't think everything. about it, but you are technically correct. Yes, <laughs> yes. It actually comes to... Maybe yeah. that comes into play in a bit. Um, so he's like, I can't make this decision, but you, you are a human and you're a god. If there's anybody that can make this decision, it would be you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to stop this missile. You decide if you want to stop me. And at the same time, Norman McKay, who's still being uh, chaperoned by, by the Spectre, mm-hmm. um, this, the entire time he's been asking, why am I here? Why are you showing me this? Yeah. And this is when Spectre says, this is the moment. This is the moment of judgment. You decide. Should the superhumans be killed or do they, mm-hmm. should they be saved? And Norman McKay says, how the hell am I supposed to... You, you're asking me to... to commit genocide to to save be like I, there's no way i possible way i can make this decision mind you he's also a priest he's or, also a priest yeah the, this norman mm-hmm. mckay character the entire time he refers to specter as like an angel of the hand of god angel of, which he technically is yeah um but, but anyway yeah. yes so the, judgment day yeah judgment day he's like it's here like make you to decide what 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 needs to happen and ultimately the decision is made for him because superman goes up to tries to stop the missile, and Shazam chooses option three. There's <laughs> always an option three. Of course. Shazam stops Superman and stops the missile himself. He takes it up he, as far up as he can, and then it detonates, wiping out presumably everyone except yeah. for Superman. You see, like skeletons and everything. It's yeah. kind of it's kind it's of pretty, graphic. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> great. And so Superman, he loses it. He flips his shit. He's like. I'm the only one left. He he already felt alone because not only is he no one really as powerful as him. That's kind of a carrying an overarching arc in all of his stories sure. is that nobody's really quite like him. He always kind of feels isolated. Kind and of alone. a curse, yeah. But throughout this entire story, he felt that way because his his ideologies were his own and no one else's. Yep. And now physically, he is alone. <laughs> yeah. And so he just flips out. He goes to the United Nations and he just starts fucking killing everybody. Oh wow! He flips. Did the he fuck actually out. kill anyone? Uh, he's he's I, uh, he's, he lifts the room, uh, the, the, the roof that, of oh, the yeah, UN you're right. building. You're right. So he's lifting up the building with the intent to kill and everybody. And people are like. We're about to die. Yeah, they're like, "Ah, oh, shit, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we fucked up. Who, whose idea was it to send the nukes? Oh my exactly god." Yes, and then uh, that's when the Spectre and Norman McKay are wa- are witnessing this aspect, uh, or th- this this as well. Mm-hmm. And then finally, uh, Norman McKay asks the Spectre, you know, take me up to where Superman is right now. Yeah. And this is where you realize where Norman McKay was kind of meant to be all along. It wasn't so much that judgment moment between Shazam and Superman, because they kind of dealt that already, and Shazam made his, his sacrifice. But then all of a sudden you get Norman McKay, who's able to talk to Superman one-on-one and kind of just get to him and let him know that it's, I get, how how would you put it? The way that Norman McKay got to Superman. He said somewhere along the lines, you forgot about your humanity. You, you were focused on the super. You forgot about the man. Right. Yes. 
you kind of abandon your humanity when you abandon everyone, I guess. Mm-hmm. When you abandon humanity in general. Yes. And that's the reason why all of this happened. He wasn't necessarily, you know, being rude to Superman, just more so like, hey, you have your humanity within you still, mm-hmm. you know? So use that. Find that. Remember yourself. Remember who you are. You know, these people love you. They worship you. You are a god to them. But at the end of the day, you know, you are also one of us. Something like that. Right. He was very, like... I know, his priest powers were on point at that moment. It was kind of cool. So then it's revealed that he's not the only superhero. Some other people survived. Batman survived. Super uh, Wonder Woman survived and a few others. So they show up and they're just like, what the hell's going on, Superman? You fucking lost your shit. And (laughs) that's when he just kind of calms down. And so the compromise to the entire story is Superman says, we're no longer going to impose our law. We may be gods, but we don't have the right to just enforce our will on people right to make choices for you yes so instead they're going to work with the humans i think wonder woman becomes an ambassador like the superhuman ambassador as part of the united nations Mm -hmm. and they're going to work together to work towards a brighter future yep it was it was really cool to see that happen. Mm. I was like, oh, that makes mm. perfect sense. If only it could have happened all along. But yeah. at the same time, I guess you don't learn your lesson until you have to. Right? So Sometimes Shazam chose to kill everybody. Shazam chose. He tried to he, save everybody. He tried, but wouldn't Superman have saved them? I think he he, he was understood not- that Superman kind of needed to be there, like Superman, because I it's radiate in. We know as readers that he Superman would have been perfectly fine. Right. But I also think it had to do with Shazam's guilt. Because, again, he was brainwashed. He was under the control of Lex Luthor for a while. And he was just beating the fuck out of Superman. So I think it was his, his way of atonement. Of just being like, you're right, Superman. Like, this, the, the, you, the superheroes deserve to live. Right. And I'll be the one to, to sacrifice myself. Right. I think it was maybe, in a way, in unnecessary sacrifice but at the same time it was because again superman is pretty much indecisive from beginning to end of this book you know i I would say but then finally he comes to a point where again he's not again once again not willing to make the final decision that needs to be made but he at least chooses someone who he feels is worthy of it which i liked i liked i was like oh crap i didn't see that coming Mm -hmm. and for all the brainwashing shazam went went through you know, um, Superman actually was able to communicate with him for the first time throughout the entire book, which is kind of cool. I don't know. I, I like that. And a then lot of the panels, of... like, uh, go hand in hand with this story, too, by the way. Like, some of the yes. panels are very touching and very, very powerful. Yeah. Like you said, you see the emotions within these characters. Mm-hmm. It's... They, they live and breathe. And it sounds very different. You get, like the, uh, you get the one-year jump after all of that happens, too. After the yeah. joining and uh, what is it? It's Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman are meeting at a diner. The Holy Trinity. Yep, they're they're meeting at a diner, a superhero themed diner. Yeah, and, and Batman just... threesome. <laughs> <laughs> they might do that after. Maybe the last I don't panel. Know. The last panel kind of alludes to maybe that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're still all old though. Well, Wonder Woman still looks great. But yeah. yeah. Wonder Woman and well, maybe you could read that part. It's a pretty cool little yeah, you know, glimmer what? of hope. You're right. You're Maybe right. I'll let you read that last part. Okay. I like that. You're right. Cool. It's it's worth reading. Five issues? Yeah. Four. 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 And well-paced, I would say. For only four issues, each issue is just the right length. And at the end of each issue, it just makes you want to read the next one. Yeah. They and they've never job. made a sequel. They've never made an I animated think there, movie. I think there was a sequel called oh. Kingdom Cometh or something like that. I never read it. So Kingdom I don't know Come Again. Of, something like that. And what about animated you know, not that I'm aware. That would be sick, though. I would watch. They that. have so many storylines animated already. Why wouldn't they bring that one back? I that, think it's too. 
think it's too deep. I, I would watch it, man. I, I always thought DC was willing to go there more than like Marvel for Their that matter. Their animated series are my favorite. That's yeah. what I'm Easily. saying, yeah. Marvel had nothing They're kind of hit or miss these days, but because, for a because while they... Because they, they were releasing so many at now, <laughs> right? Because before it was like two a year, yeah. and then I felt like every other month it was a new DC <laughs> yeah. animated. True. They're still doing that. Batman movies come out every so often now still, the animated ones. But, terrible... but I've been wanting to read them or watch them, that is. Like Gaslight, I heard that's okay. I don't know. I told you I read that one, right? Yeah. yeah How did you like it? It was uh, it was kind of boring. Oh, okay. That sucks. What is your favorite DC story? If you count Gaslight. the Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen. Yep. Okay. Fair Norse. Fair Norse. It's kind of a it's kind of a cop out because <laughs> most people say that it's the best, but genuinely, I think it lives up to all the hype. It is the, probably the best graphic novel ever made. That's cool. I can respect that. I've I've heard that from you several and people. multiple others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I, I could see why you would stand by that. Um, all right, well, 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 Peter, what would you rent this or rent this, rate this, skip it, rent it, buy it? I guess you can't really rent it, illegally steal yes, it. Yes, would it. you yeah. skip Pass it, it, illegally read it, or buy it? This one, I much like home video, most of them, I would just be like, I saw it once, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But this one would be something to add to my physical collection. I think you it is reread that damn this. Good. You reread this because you just heard su- the Superman from this storyline is going to appear in some series on yeah. TV, and you're like, so, oh, why not? Yeah, for you to want to revisit it just for something like that, I think that speaks for itself as like a shining endorsement, really. Mm-hmm. And now I can see why you wanted us to read it because yeah, it's it's worth the time. I would say I think I saw it online for ten to twenty bucks. It's pretty old at this point, yeah. Very well worth it. Oh, Very yeah. well worth it. I don't was again, seven when it came out, so yeah, all this shit was just like, where, where are they going to start punching each other? <laughs> but as an adult, it's fucking amazing. Right? But you see, it's worth more than that, you yeah. know? There's a lot of politics in this in this book. Um, I, again, don't want to overhype it for anyone. I know we said a lot about it, but um, it's worth your time. It's worth your money. Go out yeah. and buy it. All right, and so without further ado, I think that'll do it for that epi- for this episode of the SDG Podcast anyway, yeah? Yeah, I yep. think so. Cool to call it? All right. Well, be on the lookout because we will be releasing very soon within the week a bonus episode. Uh, I think only like our second or so bonus episode. I believe it's only our second. For this yep. podcast, we're going to be reviewing What's Upon a Time in Hollywood. Finally. Uh, with Please, what's that? Finally. Finally, I know. Well, I mean, I, I've seen it. I saw it opening weekend, and then I saw it about a week ago sin- um, since today, or from today, cool. or, or so. So, I mean, you know, I've seen it a few times. I know it's it's been a long time coming, but um, I think it's definitely worth talking about a little bit. So, be on the lookout. Um, again, rate us five stars if you would. iTunes, Google Play, wherever you really listen all to podcasts. Yep. All the freaking stars. Anyway. Superman All-Stars. <laughs> Another great comic book run, by the way. I'm down. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at SD Geek Pod. Let us know what questions and topics you want us to bring up for future episodes. Otherwise, that'll do it. Have a great one. Peace. Bye. Later. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty. booty. That was so good. <laughs> I always appreciate it when it's on point like that.